Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. then welcome to weed day wednesday everybody um already the show has cut out so i don't even know if you can hear me if i can hear you what the heck is going on (laughs) i have to stick my phone in the window otherwise the fact that i had to call in and host myself it just might drop out uh so (laughs) <laughs> this is how we're doing weekday, Wednesday, today. Another one of those fun times. No sound effects, kids. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> That's why I find them online. And you probably don't want me to do that. All right. It is April 12th already. We are headed towards 420. Woohoo! And some good news next week. Woohoo! Let's see, for the bestie, how many days until Christmas? All right, it is 257 days until Christmas. And welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, folks. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got a latte coming. Uh, Silver Sister will be here soon. Yeah, Kitty, you missed all the treats. What happened? You missed it. We had a treatathon. Yeah, we did. You need you need more. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday, folks. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Go on down and get certified. Just 249 to do so. And uh, it's only 174 if you have your food stamp card. Um, has to have your name on it, or I know they don't do that anymore unless you request it and pay like $5 fee or something. But you can bring in your award letter, and that should be just fine uh, for you to get your card. So let's see here. Yeah, um, so we offer telemedicine. And, oh, one big huge thing. The bill for the $50 state fee has not passed yet. It's in the process, we hope. Um, 
and uh, we even made a call to the state saying, hey, did, did it pass? And we didn't know. And they said, no, most likely in the fall. So it's not even a guarantee. It's a most likely. So uh, we're still the lowest price uh, certification center in town. Yay. Um, so either give us a call at 520-838-4430 uh, or come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, you can also email thctucson at gmail.com. And you can also check out um, our website at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. All right, check in with Silver Sister before she gets here to see if anybody can even hear us. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what is going on in the world of weeds today. Let's just see. I'll wait to read that one. You know how many days are until Christmas? 257. Okay. Um, oh, let's see. We'll wait to read both of those. There's 40s. Oh, I can tell you about some events coming up. We told you last, uh, I think it was last week, but we'll tell you again because just in just two days, Bud's a Palooza. April 14th is happening. Um, let's see what it says about Bud's a Palooza event details. Uh, learn more at Buds of Palooza. I'm trying to. <laughs> it's uh, oh, it starts <clears throat> Friday at 4:20 p.m. until midnight. Well, until 11:59 actually. It's at Roosevelt Row, 907 North Fifth Street in Phoenix, 85004. If you plan to Google that. Um, so it says, what happens at Buds of Palooza? We thought of everything we would like to do at an event, and we are delivering the goods, food drinks, music, comedy, shopping, check, 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 and all of it. So they've got a great website. It looks like they've got uh, home grow classes. Um, sneakers presents the sneaker pop-up shop. All right. Food and drinks, uh, glass classes and masters. Vendor Village, Laughing Gas, top comedians performing in the Laughing Gas Comedy Club. Uh, stoner Flicks and music. Woohoo! All right. And we are on air. Yay! because we had to call in and host it ourselves <laughs> again. All right, so let's see. That's Buds of Palooza. What else is going on? That's the 14th. And, and then on the 15th is the AZ Cannabis Awards Music Festival. And that is, uh, let's see, where is that? Phoenix Event Complex, 2209 North 99th Street, 85037. That's April 15th, 21 and over, 12 to 10 p.m. It uh, looks like there's uh, a, it's a, just a giant music festival, and I'm sure there's going to be lots of good eats and vendorships. And let's see. Um, oh, it costs $42 to $250 to get in, depending. Um, all access. Let's see. Uh, about this event, yeah, food and drinks and live entertainment. There's a cannabis awards. Music Festival, it has to be 21. Desert Blaze Music Festival is, oh, well, that says all ages, but you have to be 21 to get in. Uh, no cannabis consumption or sales, but they're going to have the Selena tribute. They're going to have a Selena lookalike contest, a taco contest, a lowrider and custom bike show, and a carnival with rides and games. Woohoo! We like carnivals. We love carnivals, actually. All right, and then on 420, there's the Sonoran Cannabis Expo. 
Um, and that is 420 Downtown Tucson. Woo-woo! With RHK Nephew, Top Dead Center, and Dougie Poole. So let's see what's going on down there. So seven, oh, there goes the link. Never mind. Bam. 420-2023. Tickets, concert tickets, expo tickets. Uh, The whistle stop starts at four. Hotel Congress live music starts at seven. Uh, And it looks like um, it's going to be a good time. Sponsored by Earth Healing and um, a bunch of other sponsors. Prime Leaf, Cannabis. Friends, uh, we know Grower's House, Halo Infusions, uh, which I love those. Um, all right, so that is on 420. Let's see, the Science of Psychedelics is April 28th through the 30th. <laughs> see, learn more the Science of Psychedelics. And I will uh, post this page of events so you all can check it out yourselves. Okay, let's see. There's speakers, tickets. Uh, what is going on over three incredible days be fascinated by the world's top doctors scientists, shamans and psychonauts as they share the latest breakthroughs, insights and personal stories of healing and transformation that you can use to make your life better discover specific strategies that unlock the power of psychedelics to improve your mental sharpness amp up your sex life, accelerate your career heal mental and physical ailments almost <laughs> and so much more. So there you go. Um, looks like there's a whole host of folks coming in, including those psychonauts. You have to go over there to find out, learn what they are. There are a lot of a lot of speakers. Let's see what the tickets are ranging from. Tickets. Uh, there's reserved, preferred, and VIP. Whoa, starting at two ninety nine, going up to four ninety nine for the VIP admission. So um, if you're purchasing before. Uh, March 26th, nope. If you're purchasing before April 27th, use 50 dash off to get the discounted price. So, oh, that's a good deal. All right, there are only 750 seats available. There's a high likelihood we will sell out prior to the event. Oh, can't join in person? Stream the conference via Zoom and attend from anywhere in the world at a lower cost. Or not, um, you can purchase a recording of all the talks after the event is completed. And if you wanted to do purchase, um, let's see, the virtual video attendee uh, sale ends April 27th, and that's $149 plus a $3.73 service fee. So you can do that. Uh, That's pretty awesome. That's a pretty good deal if you get all three days for that. That's actually a really great deal if you get all three days for that. All right, let's see. Was that the last of the events? Oh, no. Forgive me. Ooh, Chronicon, the Earl Cup's coming back. And then the uh, Dusk Music Festival's coming up. So let's see, Chronicon. And we have the local neighbor on a tractor doing much of nothing out there. Let's see what's going on here. Chronicon. Learn more. Chronicon. And I think Tumbleweed Health Center might be there. All right. Uh, Saturday, May 20th at the Pokorok uh, Ranch and Pavilion. Uh, tickets are 25 to $45. It's a cannabis event and festival that has, it, in its inaugural year, the event uh, and festival are focused on consumer education and appreciation of cannabis and related industry. 
It is a ticketed event open to adults 21 and MMJ cardholders to attend. It features MJ, THC, and hemp exhibitors, live band, DJs, local food, free samples, education, speaker sessions, and more. No marijuana sales are allowed. Um, it's an event sponsored by the Tucson Marijuana Guide. Here we go, podcast and the Arizona Daily Star. Wow. Um, you've got speakers and bands. There will be a VIP area. Um, you can bring your own chairs to enjoy the presentations and performances. Featuring DJ Fat Soul, J. Rowe of the Alcoholics, <laughs> Alcoholics, Phil Free Band, Street Blues Family, Low Street Light Curb Players, and Z. C. Keeley's the headliner. Uh, there's all sorts of different bands and tickets available. Parking $5 per car. Uh, check out Chronicon. That sounds like it's going to be a really fun day. Let me check. All right. So let's see. Let's get back here. And I'm going to actually put this calendar on the blog so y'all can check it out uh, and see for yourself where you want to go because the first one's coming up in just two days so check it out all right check it out are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy healthy life get on the right track with tumbleweeds health center our cbd products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle i would definitely say that cbd has changed my life i mean i don't worry about my dog anymore and i don't worry about sleeping anymore Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Come on down. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard to get certified and talk about hemp and CBD or go to our, that we're in over a year now at the Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard, just about five minutes from Tumbleweed. So come check it out. All right. And uh, let's see. Um, the Justice Department appealing ruling on gun ban for marijuana consumers. It's a little 12 days ago, but let's see what they had to say about that. The Justice Department is appealing a ruling issued by a federal judge last month, United States of America versus James Michael Harrison, that struck down a long-standing federal law prohibiting marijuana users from possessing firearms. In early February, a federal judge for the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Oklahoma determined that the 1968 law was unconstitutional. The judge determined, quote, the mere use of marijuana carries none of the characteristics that the nation's History and tradition of firearms regulation supports the use of marijuana, which can be bought legally under state law at more than 2,000 ordinary storefronts in Oklahoma, is not in and of itself a violent, forceful, or threatening act. It is not a, quote, crime of violence, quote, nor does it involve the, quote, actual use or threatened use of force, quote. (laughs) On Friday, the Justice Department announced that it was appealing the ruling in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. In 2016, a three-judge panel in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the federal government's interpretation of the law. Justices uh, opined that the ban, quote, furthers the government's interest in preventing gun violence, quote, because marijuana users, quote, are more likely to be involved in violent crimes, quote, 
oh, and this is where I say, air my God, seriously, <laughs> marijuana users are more likely to be, you know, playing video games and eating munchies on their couch. Jeez, Louise. Oh, boy, the ignorance of people. Um, all righty. Well, there you have it. And pretty soon, I mean, well, you're not supposed to have guns with, um, you can't have them at a bar with alcohol. Uh, you can't have guns with narcotics, quote unquote. Um, and then, yeah. So, I mean, it's basically, you just can't have guns with what they call drugs, but pretty soon, uh, when cannabis is descheduled or taken off or, you know, figured out that it's not the demon weed everybody thinks it is. <laughs> All right. Woo woo, latte. Guess what? The show went out. <laughs> I'm hosting myself. Oh, I like my little sticker. Thank you. That's a tall latte. For a half crack, I'm going to be in it all day. Mm-hmm. Delivered latte. Cost, contents may be hot. Uh, do not microwave. Did you see that? That's just suggested. <laughs> all right. So here we go. NBA deal would remove THC drug testing and allow player investment in MJ companies because they just don't have enough money already, guys. We know you're suffering. We want you to invest. Is there a baby kitty coming? Oh, hi, Sky. All right. The NBA and National Basketball Players Association reached a deal that would allow players to invest in cannabis and be free from the drug testing for THC. The NBA and National Basketball Players Associations are helping to usher in a new era in sports and cannabis with a new tentative deal. While the deal must still be ratified by players and team governors before it's official, it's looking like the NBA will not only remove cannabis from its banned substances list for players, it also plans to allow players to promote and invest in cannabis companies as reported by The Athletic. These new details emerge in a seven-year collective bargaining agreement that came together last weekend. Can you see them all sitting around like, guys, we need some weed, and we need to be able to invest all our money in it now, and we're going to blow it. <laughs> because weed is the way to go. They're all just buying farms. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt. All right. Okay. These new details um, in the agreement would formally codify the league's decision to temporarily suspend cannabis testing for the past three seasons, officially removing cannabis drug testing requirements for athletes. So who in the last three seasons, because it's only three seasons, who's been busted for cannabis use in the last three seasons in the NBA that they want back? Come on. There's got to be somebody big. (laughs) You got to look that up. But why three seasons if somebody? The move is a long time coming. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver signaled back in 2020 that the association's temporary policies could one day become permanent after initially suspending cannabis testing. Quote, we decided that given all the things that were happening in society, given all the pressures and stress that players were under, that we didn't need to act as big brother right now, quote, said Silver at the time. I think society's views around marijuana has changed to a certain extent. In 2021, Weed Math partnership with NBA star Kevin Durant 
teaming up for a multi-year partnership aimed at destigmatizing cannabis and showcasing the plant's potential, potential in aiding, quote, athlete wellness and recovery, quote. Who other, <clears throat> while other professional sports leagues have steadily moved in a similar direction, the NBA stands apart with its aim to let players promote and invest in cannabis companies. The deal would also allow players to invest in NBA and WNBA teams, as well as sign non-gambling endorsement deals with sports betting companies. Aha, DraftKings. <laughs> the conversation of cannabis and sports has reached new heights as the industry continues to grow. Retired athletes like Ricky Williams and beyond, especially as it relates to gameplay, related symptoms like chronic pain or achy joints. In a 2019 interview with High Times, Williams said, the NFL is improving with its approach to cannabis, so he believed they could, do, they could also do more. Quote, the NFL is a powerful corporation that carries a lot of clout, and if they did modify their approach more significantly, it could create a lot of change in the world, Williams said. <clears throat> Shikari Richardson notably uh, sparked renewed interest in cannabis policy and sports in 2021 after she was suspended and unable to compete in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics for testing positive for THC following the death of her mother. She said that she would feel blessed and proud if her story sparked broader policy change for other athletes. The topic of cannabis and sports also came up in 2020 after U.S. basketball player Brittany Griner was detained in Russia over the possession of a THC vape. Continue open up about their cannabis use as it relates to their health and wellness. Research continues to affirm that cannabis and cannabinoid products have the potential to aid in athletic training and recovery, so more research is needed on the topic as a whole. As the NBA takes the lead in this conversation, other major sporting leagues have steadily moved in a similar direction. During the 2021 offseason, the NFL and the NFL Players Association agreed on a change to the league's cannabis policy. The updated policy says that players must test for cannabis just once a year at the start of training camp. Previously, players who failed that test were subject to lengthy suspension, but now they're only subject to a fine. It's probably $420. But up. In 2022, the NFL also authorized $1 million in grants for two studies that would examine the efficacy of cannabis compounds to manage pain in football players and provide neuroprotection for concussions. MLB has also taken a more progressive stance in the last several years. In 2020, it clarified that players would be would not be punished for using cannabis just a few months after removing cannabis from its list of banned substances. Prior to the change, players who tested positive for THC referred to mandatory treatment and those who failed to comply faced a fine of up to $35,000 you know, in relation to $150 million contracts, that's kind of like interest they made yesterday. In 2021, <clears throat> Ultimate Fighting Championship UFC announced it would no longer punish fighters for positive cannabis tests. The official NBPA Twitter account shared the news release announcing the tentative deal on April 1st, which confirms that, quote, Specific details will be made available once a term sheet is finalized, quote. All right. And author, 
another Keegan Williams. <laughs> Go Williams. All right. So, yeah, remove the drug. It's not a drug. Is it a drug? It's a plant. Remove the plant. Yay, plant. The full-on drug? Full-on. Full-on. All right. Well, we'll see. Oh. Let's see if this works. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. We'll help you out. 520. In case you missed it, Silver Sister. Only 257 days until Christmas. <laughs> so wrong. I know. All right. Let's see what else is going on in the world. Um, hmm. We only have a few minutes till break. Let's see. What do we got? So we read about that. How about Chicago Cubs become first major league baseball team with a CBD sponsorship? And you know who it is. Who is it? All right. All right, the Chicago Cubs signed a deal with Mind Drinks to be, become the the Chubs become the team's official CBD partner. It's the first sponsorship of its kind for an individual major league baseball club, according to a Friday news release from MLB. Under the deal, the Chicago-based wellness and beverage brand will have several activations within Wrigley Field, including baseline signage, in-game features, and in another first for the Cubs, international marketing rights in the United Kingdom for the 2023 regular season. The agreement stems from an MLB announcement in June 2022 that it would allow teams to accept CBD sponsorships. Quote, when MLB opened the CBD category for its Cubs, it allowed us to explore new partnership opportunities and offerings. Uh, Alex Seifert, the Cubs Vice President of Corporate Partnerships, said in a statement, Quote, we're proud to be the first club to partner with a CBD company, but what was more important to us was making sure that the brand was the right fit. Last October, MLB and Charlotte's Web Holdings, one of the best-known companies in the CBD industry, signed an agreement designating the Colorado company as the league's first official CBD sponsor. It comes on the heels of a recent groundbreaking bargaining agreement between the national Basketball Association and its players' union that would allow the league's athletes to invest in and promote cannabis companies, a major shift among U.S. professional sports leagues. Huh. Oh, don't even make me say it. The, the Charlotte Swim. All right. Well, okay. Good for you. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, MJ Biz Daily. That's from MJ Biz Daily. And uh, let's see what else is going on. You know what else is going on? We're just going to do it. Puff, 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 Oh, 
walked into my house like, what up, I got some good pot. I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop. Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty. My friend's like, damn, that's a stoned ass donkey. Rolling in hella high, looking like it's pizza time. Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries. Draped in the smuggy with my girl sitting next to me. Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice tea. But shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks. Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. I know, I'm teasing because our show died and we have to do our own sound effects because I had to call it. <laughs> Welcome back to Week's Day Wednesday, everybody. Oh, we love it. Thanks for tuning in. Each and every week, 11 years. We are going on 11 years since we first suffered and made everyone sit for two hours staring at a computer before we started our first show <laughs> in the first building. Remember that? That was crazy. That was some crazy times. We missed JJ, and we just recently lost another friend, Robert Patshorn, and um, that just sucks. So anyway, we miss you guys, and uh, you are so much a part of 
our business and what we do and who we are. It was like when we lost Dr. George. Still can't even say that. It was like tumbleweed. Shut her down. It doesn't matter. It's, you know, when you're that involved, when you're that much apart, Dr. George came to us right from the beginning. Right, he was when we were in that tiny little office underneath the awning there in the back. Was that was that our first? No, that was our second. That was our second location. I think he maybe came to us during our first. He was actually, yeah, he was. Yes, um, we got a call from one of the from AZ for Normal, and they're like, "Yeah, we have a doctor looking for you know a job." Or I was like, "What?" Well, Tell him to send his resume over, and it was like 47 pages. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and uh, as soon as we met him, we were like, oh, yep, you're in. That was it. It's like just meeting a family member, you know. And uh, so we miss you, Dr. George. We miss you, Robert and JJ, all our all our friends, Sandy. Just thinking about her, Mark writes a lot, and everybody that's gone. You're not forgotten, that's for sure. You're totally interwoven in our who we are as a business, what we do, and why we strive to help as many people as we possibly can, the best way we can, most efficient way we can. It's not our fault the state of Arizona has a silly little program that everyone has to get a password for. $50 for your fee for the state fee yet. May be coming, may not. We don't know. Probably. That's a definite, definite maybe from the health department. Definite maybe from the health department. Did you get a name on that? Who can we quote? Who was it? Oh, the guy. Jonathan. Sir Jonathan. Uh, Adam, first guy on earth. <laughs> Cody. Oh, yeah. Cody, Corey. All right. We'll blame you, buddy. You're, only, you're probably the only guy now. You're like, no. All right, let's see what else is going on. What is happening? Um, we, read, we read about the events. We read about Marvina Thomas last week. Um, New York. New York, New York. It's official. They've issued 99 adult youth dispensary licenses. Three of the conditional adult youth license dispensary licenses went to applicants in regions that were previously blocked from receiving licenses due to litigation. The New York Cannabis Control Board, the CCB, approved 99 conditional adult use retail dispensary licenses April 3rd, bringing the total number of uh, provisional dispensary licenses in the state to 165, according to a press release from Office of Cannabis Management, the OCM, 165 dispensaries in New York now. But where, why aren't they open? There's only one open in Manhattan. What's wrong with you guys? All you got to do is go to a smoke shop and they'll be buy a pipe and you're like, oh, you want some weed to go with it? What do you do with it? You put your weed in it. Yeah. You want a sticker for $45 sticker get you like an eighth of weed and <laughs> maybe not even that much. Candy bar, whatever. Uh, the CCB is also has also approved one additional testing laboratory um, permit for certainly analytical labs in Rochester, bringing the total number of permitted medical and adult use cannabis testing labs to 13. 13 of the 
secured uh, the CURD licenses went to applicants in regions that were previously blocked from receiving licenses due to litigation. As required by New York Governor Kathy Hochul, I said, Hochul, that's what I said. Kathy Hochul previously announced Seeding Opportunity Initiative, the 99 new CURD card, C-A-U-R-D, were awarded to those deemed most impacted by the war on drugs, including those with past cannabis-related convictions and nonprofit organizations with services that support formerly incarcerated individuals. So once again, I say, <laughs> why? Why are we supporting the ones that got caught? I mean, hey, there are a lot of people out there that didn't get caught, and these guys just weren't up to their game. They they didn't meet the par on that one, so you're going to give them the licenses first? Wait, you guys, they couldn't even figure their own street businesses out, and now you're going to give them one to handle for the entire state. Okay, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Quote, we are proud of today's approval of 99 CURD provisional licenses, marking a vast expansion of the Seeding Opportunity Initiative as we continue to build an equitable market that offsets harms caused by cannabis prohibition and its disproportionate enforcement. Hi, Skitty. CCB Chair Tremaine Wright said in a public statement, quote, these new licenses will allow entrepreneurs to fairly participate in the legal market while promoting innovation and creative diversity throughout New York's ever-growing cannabis supply chain. And we're thankful for the ongoing support of Governor Hochul and the legislature for helping us <clears throat> reach this day. Among the licenses awarded Monday were four for Western New York, one for Central New York, five for Mid-Hudson, and three for Brooklyn making the first core licenses issued in these regions after a court injunction that blocked the CCB from issuing licenses was modified last week. The injunction relates to a lawsuit filed September 22nd by Ferrisite New York One Inc., which applied for a card license but was deemed ineligible because the company based in Michigan owned by an individual who has a cannabis conviction under Michigan law and, quote, has no significant connection to New York, quote. Oh, here we go. Bassist Verisite argues in its lawsuit that New York's approach to prioritize local farmers and business owners in its adult use cannabis license, uh, licensing process discriminates against out-of-state cannabis operators and violates the U.S. Constitution's Dormant Commerce Clause. Oh, I bet that was established in what, 18 what? <laughs> As a result of the lawsuit, U.S. District Court Judge Gary Sharp issued a preliminary injunction in November that blocked 63 licenses in five regions, and in January, Sharp denied the OCM's motion to reconsider the freeze on licensing as well as a motion to dismiss the lawsuit. The issuance of the additional card licenses on Monday, the CCB has now issued at least one license in each region except the Fingers Lakes, where nine licenses remain blocked by the injunction. Those Finger Lakers, man, those are a bunch of hooligans out there. <laughs> the Finger Lakes. Huh. Seven adult-use dispensaries are currently operational in New York. Quote, we are thrilled to announce, didn't we just, is this the same thing? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. It's it's like they just went back to the New York officials announced last month that they will nearly double the number of total adult use dispensary licenses issued during the state's first licensing period. While regulators initially planned to issue up to 175 uh, licenses to as many as 150 individuals and 25 nonprofit organizations, they now plan to issue 300 total licenses. Let's do this. Meanwhile, the OCM, for the second time, failed to meet its deadline to create a social and economic equity plan, according to local Syracuse.com report. The plan required by the Marijuana Regulation and Tax Act, MRTA, and meant to guide the rollout of the adult use cannabis industry must be drafted and overseen by OCM Chief Equity Officer Damien Fagan. Fagan, the news outlet reported. Um, Fagin, could be Fagin. The plan must define the criteria used in issuing licenses, determine which communities were most impacted by cannabis prohibition, and are therefore eligible for grants, provide guidance for the issuance of additional medical cannabis licenses, review cannabis uh, social equity programs across the country to glean lessons learned and best practices, and summarize key findings from community roundtables and stakeholders according to Syracuse.com. The MRTA required the Social and Economic Equity Plan to be complete by January 1st, 2023, according to the news outlet. When the OCM missed the deadline, regulators indicated that they would release it in the first quarter of 2023. An OCM spokesperson told the news outlet this week that the plan has yet to be completed due to regulators taking additional time to consider, quote, invaluable public input, but the plan is nearing completion. We are excited to share it with the public to inform them of the path forward to expand on the momentum we have with our nation's leading seeding opportunity initiative and the equitable market we are building, the spokesperson told the news outlet. So there you go, 300 grabs in New York. <laughs> New York, New York. Well, hmm, interesting. Still, again, completely unfair. Somebody should sue that. Why are you giving licenses to people who couldn't handle it in the first place? <laughs> Don't understand. All right. Well, that is that. All right. Again, 257 days until Christmas. All right. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Let's just read off the list because I don't think we have of the conditions that you can get your medical cannabis card for. Uh, I've listed the new hours on the website, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Come and check us out. Telemedicine, available as well. If you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma. AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea. Chronic pain covers everything from fibromyalgia, migraines, arthritis, uh, all chronic conditions. 
have to be over 60 days chronic, uh, DDD. What else do people come in for? Cramps, leg cramps, stomach cramps, IBS, migraines. What? Yeah. Uh, nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, dementia, everything in between. Well, hi, Scott. And cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You are also eligible if you're being treated for something and just the treatment is causing anything on that list. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-443, or get on over to tumbleweedcellcenter.com. There's a little form at the bottom. Um, oh, I forgot to take the voting. is now over. So drum roll. We'll get to see next week who won Best Certification Center. And then the doctor we know is Dr. Moroso. So wouldn't that be crazy if it was somebody else this year? But it wouldn't be. But it won't be. <laughs> we love you, Dr. Heather. That's we always recommend Dr. Heather if we're not around. We we recommend her. She she's got a really great. I haven't even been there yet. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. We need to get down there at some point in life, uh, and go see its beautifulness. Um, and you know what? We are rounding into our twelfth year. <laughs> twelve, holy twelve years. All right. Since it's spring, we're going to give you um some pointers. There are four questions about seeds. So here are some pointers for starting from seeds. I myself like to start from seeds. I call clones cheaters. <laughs> I've done it. I can do it. But you, it's seriously cheating. Um, and I like starting from seed. It's very satisfying to, to know that you, you started this yourself. You know exactly where, when, who, why, how. And I, I myself um, really miss them growing right now. I'm not growing right now. Um, and um, I like to start from seed because I like to watch it just come up teeny tiny a little bit and then it crosses and then it crosses and it crosses and it's really great. So here's some pointers. When it comes to seed, the opinion or the options are innumerable. Crop King Seeds, Wholesale Manager Landra Deloach. Uh, shares insights into the different seed types cannabis cultivators can buy, sheds light on some common misconceptions, and explains how growers can verify seed history and quality. One, what types of cannabis seeds can growers purchase? Uh, We offer, okay, this is from Crop King Seeds, and she's saying they offer a wide variety of genetic options in the form of auto-flowering seeds. (laughs) Notice it's the first thing they mention now. Remember back in the day, I started growing those and people laughed at me, which are the easiest to grow since they thrive in any environment. Feminized seeds, which you don't have to worry about germinating uh, pollen-producing male plants, and regular seeds, which can produce male and female plants. We also have hemp seeds for CBD production and genetics with both 
CBD and high THC content. Two, what are some special considerations growers should keep in mind when working with auto-flowering seeds or feminized seeds? Auto-flowering seeds are our favorite to recommend to novice growers. Are you unaware of how much time it takes to grow a plant to maturity or if you will actually keep your plant alive? Try an auto. They are great starters for those who want to water their plant and let nature take its course. Feminized seed strains are like growing any other female plant and require no special treatment. Um, three, what are some common misconceptions about germination? The most common misconception about germination would be the customer covering the plant with an item or a second plate, also not having enough airflow where the seeds are placed for the germination. Remember, you are wanting to recreate the months of April and May, meaning a cold and dark, moist environment with good airflow. Another misconception with seed germination is that color design or seed density make a difference on how the plant will grow. None of these have an impact on the plant's potential for germination, growth, flowering, or yield, nor on the development of the aroma, flavor, and effect. And I was gonna say, I like to put it right in the dirt, put it right in the soil. Some people, when they're growing seeds, they get the little seed pods, and I started getting those little seed pods, but I found that, um, well, why even get them when you're just going to start in soil anyway? Nature doesn't have them. <laughs> growers verify their newly purchased seeds are of the correct variety? Ooh, good question. Um, you can't tell exactly what strain the seed is until you grow it. That said, the Crop King team is working with another company called Seed Tracker Tech, STT, to implement QR codes on seed packaging that grower that the grower can scan for growing tips and tricks and create a community. The QR code also has extra information about the contents of the seed package, including germination time and rate, cultivar development time and harvest date, certificates of analysis, and breeder information. Learn more at cropkingseed.com. So, I like growing from seed. Yeah, they have. And and people already have the QR codes on products for their COAs, their certificates of authenticity. Um, but, yeah, it would be nice to have some um, tips and tricks for just the person wanting to just start growing. And autos are the best. Um, they really are. They're very powerful. Um, the ones we drew in the New York basement, remember, uh, Creepy Tink? Remember how solid and crystally and yeah, because I think and I keep I keep thinking about that environment down there. So I had rocks at the bottom of the the base, which allowed for a lot of air. But I also had them in soil, so it was like a bunch of soil and a bunch of rocks for the water and everything. But they were cold in the evening because it was really cool down there. So their roots cooled off at night, but the lights were hotter during the day but they didn't ever reach, you know, like 70, 75. They didn't get really hot, but they really, it was Autoberry. Autoberry loved that environment, the cool roots. And that's what I did when I first started growing uh, a long, long time ago, at least 15 or 16 years ago now. I went online and I pulled the American thing. What seed grows the fastest? What plant grows the fastest? Because I didn't want to wait nine months. I was like, ugh, didn't want to do it. And so I found... Um, auto seeds and those are the best because they do they grow under any lighting cycle 
you don't need, I mean, you do need a good light, but you don't need to, um, if you don't want to change the, the, the lighting cycle on it, you don't have to, you don't have to do the 1212 kind of trick it into fall because it will literally start budding when it's freaking ready to bud. And if that's like two and a half, two to three weeks in, um, then that's two to three weeks in. All right, here are some container considerations for when you're growing. Uh, smart pots, how fabric aeration pots can help improve root health. That's what I use, our smart pots. It's our hard water in Tucson. They get kind of gross, and I have to throw them through the wash machine. What are the benefits of, of growing cannabis in fabric aeration containers? First, smart pots prevent root circling. Uh, helping <laughs> to improve <clears throat> root development. When primary roots hit the sidewall of a plastic pot, they think they've hit a rock. They'll have to go around, so they waste energy in developing primary roots. When they hit the wall of a smart pot fabric root, the tip dries out and it air prunes the root tip, so you get more efficient root development and you get roots growing on the side of your soil medium versus just circling endlessly on the outside. Second, with fabric pots, you're getting a quicker dry down time, which means that your soil medium is not staying overly moist or moist for too long. It allows growers to be more aggressive in their uh, fertigation. In terms of root conditions, <clears throat> it prevents overwatering, oversaturation, and overheating. Oxygen is a limiting factor in plant growth, and Smart Pots gives you the aeration of hydroponics. And they are showing some major trees that are grown in, like, uh, probably, um, those are probably, like, 50 to 100 pounds sacks. Two, what are some of the other factors that make smart pots different from other aeration containers? Durability. We invented and perfected the fabric pot. Everything else is a knockoff that is either going to be too thin and you can't get more than two seasons out of them, or they're going to be too thick and they hold too much water. Then you have issues with mold, possibility root developments, and oversaturation. Our fabric is tested and certified free of BPA and heavy metals, and we're making oh, and we're made in the U.S., which allows us to have a high quality control and helps with logistics and product availability. Three, can customers custom order smart pots? Absolutely. That's one of the benefits to manufacturing smart pots at our warehouse in Oklahoma City. We do custom-sized uh, custom smart pot containers, sleeves, tray liners, and raised beds, which can be either PVC-ready or non-PVC. Customs are similarly priced to our traditional sizes. Four, what type of soil medium would you recommend to growers using smart pot containers? For cannabis growers who are trying to be as aggressive as possible with feeding and watering, the lighter the medium, the better, peat, coconut, or a blend of those will give you the lightest medium and the most oxygen to roots and microbes because smart pots are so breathable, you can get away with using a heavier bulk soil. And five, smart pot recently starred a podcast, The Growing Revolution. What was the motivation behind starting that? Uh, we were looking for another way to stay in touch with our customers, dealers, and distributors. We also wanted to archive some of the people that We've met over the years. We're looking to have a mix of education, entertainment, and telling the backstories of these people. Some of the people that we've interviewed in the past are Ed Rosenthal, Milo Shamas, the founder of Dr. Earth, and we've got 20 episodes published so far. 
We're posting them on Thursdays on the U- on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Learn more at www.smartpots.com. All right. Uh, five questions with Smart Pots. Smart Pots, Eric Olson. That's like she sells, she sells by the seashore. <laughs> yeah, Smart Pots. All right, folks. I think that is about it. Don't mean to scare you, little bear. Oh, what is that? She's like, oh, my God, what just happened? Well, you did that. You did that, little bear. Thank you for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with some sound effects. <laughs> hopefully, you can hear the show. Seeing as though we hosted it ourselves yet once again. On the telephone. We do have guests coming up in May. And uh, send your submissions to thctucson at gmail.com if you want to come on air. And remember, be smart, be safe. And educate and Cannabis Kid will be here some year. <laughs> he's coming at some point. I forget when he's done when. When he retires. Yeah, there we go. We'll get him there. All right, guys, get a bong hit. The Silver Sister's going to get one that's going to take her out right now. <laughs> Have a good day, y'all. 257 days until Christmas. It's happening. Woo! Get ready for 420. Later, folks. Have a great day. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday.